Chris from Industrial Death Machine, and this is the Pennsylvania Rock Show. Seen any monsters lately? Oh, not me. I'm a happy person. Can't have any monsters. Medical doctors say you're liable to go psychotic. I don't know what psychotic means, really, clinically. You know, I don't know. No, no. Nervous? Nervous? Or introverted? Or what does it mean? Say it, damn it. Off your head. Psychotic.
podcast is part of the Podcast Your Scene Network. Visit us at www.podcastyourscene.com. Yeah, the local media has an agenda that they're going to serve. I don't know who's in charge of it or what it is, if it's like a headless monster. Why? This is a question. Walking backwards. Walking backwards. Yeah. <laughs> Something sacred. I don't know the names of the creep songs. Those Running in circles. Just pop in and let play. Sea of Glass. It's the flight in the fall. I love Ozzy. <laughs> I think he's the true definition of a rock star. <laughs> I heard a comedian talk yeah. about him and Michael J. Fox. You know the world, something's wrong with the world when Michael J. Fox is all screwed up and Ozzy's fine. <laughs> College, I had to take a class. It was called um, Intro to um, Children's Music. Okay. And the final was you had to play a play a song on the piano, and it oh, had to, and it had to have a hand shift. Oh. And we had lab, and we had to go to this lab, and they took attendance, and there were keyboards there. Oh. And you had a partner. And you're supposed to split time with your partner. And I tried to play it, and I'm like, I can't do this. <laughs> So I just let yeah. him, I let him play the whole time, like the whole semester. Yeah. And then the night before, I went down into the basement of the dorm I was in. And there's a piano down there, and I memorized the fingering, and oh, and nice. I counted in my head when I had to shift my hands. I missed one note. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. See, I couldn't even do that though. I I get super frustrated about that stuff. I don't think I could do it. I would never. I could never do anything that's musical, like, at all. Like, like my brain just doesn't, like, work that way or something. I don't know. Like, I'm great at listening to music and judging what mm-hmm. I feel is good, but that's about it. <laughs> yeah, I just, it's not, not my thing. I <laughs> When I was little, I wanted to learn how to play the drums, but that didn't go well. My parents were, Oh, man. Were, I always no. wanted to be <laughs> in a band or something when I was younger. Always. I always was always into music my whole life, and I always wanted to be in a band. My parents bought me a guitar. I tried this. After like two weeks, I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not going to be able to do this because this guitar is going to get smashed up against a wall because I do not have patience to deal with this. And then I've had boyfriends throughout the years going, oh, I could teach you how to play guitar. No, because I'm going to just hit you with it. <laughs> so you're wrong because <laughs> you're just going to frustrate me. <laughs> I, sh- I should have did my intro because this stuff's great. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this uh, episode 479 of the Pennsylvania Rock Show we're going to keep rolling from here. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great to me. <laughs> yeah, I've always dated guys in bands. I mean, for the most part. Oh, or, and this is Lily V6, by the way. <laughs> oh, yes. Hi, it's me, Lily V6. <laughs> in case you didn't catch that already, for those of you who know me, I'm sure you figured it out by now. <laughs> but yeah, like, they, they were always just like, oh, I can teach you, babe. I can teach you. Mm, no. You do that. I'll do my thing. I'll watch. I'll take pictures. Don't play Led Zeppelin the whole time because I'll kill you. But that's, <laughs> it, that's all I got. <laughs> what What is it that you have against them? <laughs> it's not really. I don't. It's actually not Zeppelin. It's Rush that I have something against. However, Zeppelin was up there too. My ex husband, and I'm not going to say any names or anything, but my ex husband played guitar. We met in high school. He would only always play Zeppelin songs, and he would only always play the same Zeppelin songs. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so I was getting like super annoyed with going over to his house after school and literally watching him play the same like five songs. So I'd be like, bro, you got to stop. So for a while, I didn't like Zeppelin. And I, I make it very known on uh, the podcast I do with Lou that I don't like Rush. Well, okay, so here's the thing with Rush. Some of their songs are like way too long. And it's another ex-husband thing. He constantly played Rush when we were in the car. Let's say that's all that would be on. So now I'm just like super sick of Rush. I love watching them. I've seen them in concert twice. I love it as far as their stage show and everything, but to hear their songs anymore, it's like, that's the song I'm just going to switch because he constantly played it. And, and it does, it, there's no incentive for me to even watch Getty Lee. I mean, the man's just not attractive to me, neither are the other guys. <laughs> so that's why it's, I just don't like it. And I think, and they are a great band. They really are. It's like, not like that. It's just, I just can't do it anymore. It's like, I'm like over it. <laughs> so, but I do make it very vocal. <laughs> that's not one of my favorite bands. <laughs> But, so, but yeah. you are allowed in Canada now, right? Yes, <laughs> I am allowed in Canada. Did I say that last week? Yeah, I'm allowed yeah. in Canada now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm clear of all bad things. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe we'll go. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> so so what bands have you seen recently? Local major. Uh, Okay, yeah, cool. I uh, actually just saw on Saturday. I did a did a double header here. I saw Zach Sabbath, um, which is Zach Wild playing his Zach Sabbath. So it's like it's all Black Sabbath songs at the Rex Theater in Southside, and we had, we were like right up front. It was awesome. He came out to the crowd and played. Oh, just I love. He was in his kilt, and it was Steelers black and gold. I saw pictures of that. Yeah, it was awesome. I absolutely loved that. I loved being right up front. And then he touched me, and then he was all sweaty, and I was grossed out. But <laughs> that show was I awesome. I almost spit my water out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, I'm still girly in a way. But I got the set list, which is awesome. It's part of my collection now of things. Did you get and it signed? I, I, saw, I, I think I saw a picture of it. No, it didn't get signed. I did get his, though. Out of now, unfortunately, I don't know the other two guys' names, and I feel silly. But I did get his, the one he was using the whole night, but didn't sign it. He did do a meet and greet prior. I didn't pay to do the meet and greet, so you know, boo to me. But then, like right as we got out of there, because it was a matinee show due to the other stuff going on in Pittsburgh that night, like Iron Maiden was over at PPG. Yeah, I heard Um, he was headed to one of those other shows, and that's why it was an early one. Yeah, he wanted (laughs) to go to Iron Maiden. (laughs) I don't blame him. (laughs) I hear I saw that that was a killer show. And then Lita Ford and Jack Russell's Great White was playing out in Butler, but I hightailed my butt all the way back to Star Lake, and it's Key Bank Pavilion, I know. I'm still calling it Star Lake. I'm old. I, I'm with you. <laughs> right? It's it's always going to be Star Lake. But we hightailed it out there because I wanted to see Alice in Chains and Corn, and I got hooked up with tickets and the VIP deck because I'm a spoiled brat <laughs> when it comes to that stuff. So we saw that first time I got to see Alice in Chains, so I absolutely loved it. Seen Corn a bunch of times, but they killed it too beautiful crowd it was crazy busy for like you know i thought everybody was going to be a maiden apparently not but yeah so much fun that was my that was my crazy weekend of music <laughs> well, that's the, the pictures i saw of, of all of the shows that were going on were all packed yeah i was impressed it was crazy yeah e- so. even even the um Oh, Crucible Project show at Mr. Smalls was packed. Yeah, with all the local guys. Yeah, that was cool. I mean, really would have liked to have gone out there. My my boyfriend was in town, and he really wanted to do the other stuff, too. So he doesn't really know our bands yet. I'm going to teach him. I'm going to teach him, though. I'm going to teach him to come see our band. 
because I have seen his bands. So and they've been on my show. Oh. So, since you brought, why don't you talk about you? You mentioned um, Ludini, but you didn't mention your show yet. <laughs> oh, my show? Yeah, my my Thursday night show. That one. Uh, Hot licks with Lily Six. I do. I uh, play about. I'm supposed to play fifty fifty um, unsigned and you know signed bands, but it's more like eighty twenty. I play more unsigned bands than I do signed bands because I. I'm an advocate for the um, locals and the unsigned and the little guys more so than I am the bigger guys because they are already they already got enough publicity. Like they're awesome, yeah, obviously, but our guys need help too. So I'm gonna push them more often. But it's Thursday nights at 6 p.m. on Rock Rage Radio. Um, free app you can download on your smartphone or you could just go to RockRageRadio.com and stream it from there. And what's cool about that is they um, have music 24-7 on this show or on that station, website, whatever. And there's literally something for everyone. If you don't like my show, Shaking the Rafters with Michelle's right after me. She plays some really cool stuff. She's more, I'm, I play more, I would say, heavier stuff than she does. She plays more glam. So, but that's just an example. There's stuff all day long, every day. I mean, you could put it on at like four in the morning and there's something on, which is pretty sweet. And I like that. And we play everybody and we're heard all over the world, which is awesome. So what shows are you going to? Ha. Um, <laughs> I, I, I might be headed out to um, Corbury Woodstock. Um, oh, yay! With John Vento in his yard. That that one is an awesome show. If you haven't been there, you, you should head to that. Yeah. And um, I also, I kind of, I try and split that weekend. I go there, and I go to um, a concert for Anna as well. Um, okay. I keep... I, if I'm going to show, it's probably a benefit. <laughs> because That's good stuff. I do love the benefit yeah. shows. They're the, super fun. The thing is, it's, it's hard for me to convince my wife that I should be going when we have three kids at home. So I get it. It's hard for her to argue those ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I, like I was saying, I, do, I don't even know school is in unless I get behind a school bus because I don't have kids and nobody oh, I know has kids I, that are close to me. So. <laughs> I know because I, I'm at the school when the bus arrives. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, That'd be uh, fun. I th- I feel like my kids would be all like punked out though. Like I would if I had a son, he'd have like a like a mohawk, purple know, mohawk. I, I feel like to be a thing. My my kids are definitely all into music. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm going to take credit for that, but I'm not going to take credit for their their uh, favorite music. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, they're 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 younger, right? They are. Uh, the, the girls are nine, and um, Aiden is eleven. Mm, I know what I was listening to at nine, so it was not <laughs> rock. I'll tell you that right now. No, <laughs> it was New Kids on the Block. It was my first show. I, okay, I'm I'm, I'm going to embarrass myself for a moment. I had their music. <laughs> That's awesome because I still listen to that, and I know every lyric, and I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like. <sighs> I don't even know some like I know Jojo Siwa. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know um, who that is. Yeah, see. <laughs> um, now the closest to to what I listen to that they listen to on a regular basis is Imagine Dragons. Okay, I know um, who that is. That's something. But <laughs> for the most part, they're they're listening to pop. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I get it, but they can transition eventually into listening to other stuff. I mean, I listen to New Kids on the Block and. I, excuse me. After that, I listened to Backstreet Boys. I don't want to tell too many 
secrets about that sort of thing. But and also that's also peer pressure because the little girls in my grade were all listening to New Kids on the Block. And I was also listening to Aerosmith. That was my very first favorite band. But you can't tell those kids you're listening to Aerosmith because then you're a nerd <laughs> <laughs> at that time. I mean, we were getting made fun of for wearing stuff like Aerosmith shirts to school because that's not New Kids on the Block, you know. Mm. So that was sort of a peer pressure thing. However, I still love it. <laughs> I need to get out to another Aerosmith concert because they're, I've only seen them live once and it was terrible and I know that's not who uh, they are. No, that's legit. I've seen them like so. six times and they were just, of course they're doing their residency right now and they were just in New Jersey over the weekend and I saw some photos and I'm super jealous because it was like $200 a ticket there was no way that was happening. So I'm going to probably miss them. <laughs> I, I saw them play with Kiss. And, okay. Okay. Kiss and Aerosmith alternated who was headlining and who opened every night. Well, we we caught the night where um Kiss opened and Aerosmith was was headlining. Was the headliner. Yeah. And um the you know, have you seen Kiss live? Yeah, many yes. times. So yes. you know the adrenaline that flows while you're there. Yes. <laughs> so Kiss does their normal thing, breathe, breathing fire, flying out over the crowd, um, spitting the blood, blood, the whole thing, throwing yeah. the flaming sword, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. And then Aerosmith comes out, and it is like Bourbon Street on the stage, and yeah. they play their blues album, Honking on Bobo. Oh, yeah, I think I saw that same show, dude. <laughs> and, and Joe Perry sang most of it, and they only played like 40 minutes. Yeah, I was very angry. <laughs> well, that's like want want because you just were like, oh, like yeah, kiss, and then it's like, oh, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> that's a great album. I did love that album, but you can't play that album after Kiss. No, <laughs> can't do it. It's just not going to work. And Speaking of, I'm actually going to see Kiss on Friday at Darien Lake. Oh, I I haven't seen them. Wow, I don't even know how long it's been. I I haven't been to a major concert in quite a while. Um, probably yeah. since before my kids were born. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard for me to drag Lou out to a show. I gotta get his butt out to more shows. He um, how often does he play out? Not often at all. Like literally, since I've known him, he's played out twice. Oh, he he does like his once a year sort of solo thing, and then um, he plays with Supervana, which I think they got a show, but it's not until like February or something. So, yeah. He, like, never plays. I'm like, bro, get your butt out there. <laughs> he plays on his podcast. <laughs> yes, a lot. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> it's funny. Like, I like going to watch him because he's really good. I love watching him play. He just sort of gets, and, and probably, like, divulging a secret, but he gets a little nervous beforehand. So that might be why. I don't know. I am. Um... I've, I've only seen him the one time, but I've known him to play twice since I've known him. <laughs> <laughs> well, h how long have you known him? Just a... Just a couple of years. Um, we'd been friends on Facebook for a while. And then we decided to just like meet up one night for drinks over in um, South Point at their little, I don't know, their little downtown area, I guess you can call it. And then I was asked to join his podcast. So I, I guess we've been Facebook friends for probably like three or four years. But I've only like physically known him for like two years. I, I will meet both of you someday. <laughs> yes, I hope so. <laughs> but that'd be awesome. I um, I I haven't 
I have exciting news today. <laughs> oh, yes. Please. So, so I've been taking photos at Rock for Life forever. And I've always been using lower end cameras because they're expensive. Right. <laughs> and um, I get that. At Rock for Life this year, I used um, Raina Pelly's backup camera. Okay. And, and it's not a low end camera. And then uh, Jonna from First Angel Media saw the pictures that I was taking, and now I have Jonna's backup camera. Oh, nice. <laughs> she sent it to me and said, use this. <laughs> so now you got a fancy pants camera. I do. Except now i got to <laughs> learn how to use it. <laughs> oh, man, good luck. See, the trick to the pictures I was taking at Rock for Life was Raina was there, and I go, look, it's too dark. What do I need to change? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never, like, I don't think I could do a fancy camera. Uh, a nice professional camera. I, I'm really good with my phone, but I have a degree in graphic design, so I can edit really good. <laughs> I just don't know if I can use the actual fancy camera. I don't think I have the. It's like it's like the guitar. I don't think I have the patience to deal with all the things you got to do with that. Yeah, it was it was definitely very helpful to have her there. And, and the yeah. last last show that I did that I got decent pictures at. Um, Jonna was there, Raina was there, and Dan GTX was there. They're yeah. all giving me tips. So, <laughs> well, that's good. Well, you got some good uh, backup people there for you. <laughs> yes, because <laughs> their their photos are amazing. So, and usually, awesome. if I'm taking photos, one of them's there, so I'll be okay. No, oh, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You know what I discovered? Um, I don't really like taking pictures in the pit. I tried to do that at Breaking Benjamin several weeks ago and I just nope I don't like it I don't ever want to do it again I got great photos but I never want to do it again <laughs> ever it's what? too hot it's rushy rushy I got kicked in the face oh. by one of the guys in the bands and I'm like you know what I've had enough and I couldn't really drink which really bothered me I know I'm not like an alcoholic but it was hot and I really wanted a beer <laughs> but if I have a beer I ha- I've been on this diet, I'm sure everybody's heard on the podcast, because I'm real cranky about it. I've been on this <laughs> diet where I'm not drinking a whole lot, and I'm not eating bad things. So now, like, one and a half drinks, and I'm done for. Yeah, it's awful. Were you guys both on Rock Rage? Um, I was on Rock Rage first, um, and then I started doing the podcast with him as an extra thing. And then he jumped on with Rock Rage as well, because our show is super fun, and my uh, boss from Rock Rage thought it'd be cool, and I said, "Yeah, heck yeah, I'll do that on Rock Rage too." So, me first, and then Lou. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been doing that for oh my gosh, like two and a half years now on Rock Rage. Now, yeah. what got you in, into doing podcasting and, and radio shows? Funny thing, uh, so I actually have super stage fright. Nobody really knows that. So something like this, or even a couple years ago, like even being on the radio, even being even talking on stage, I MC a lot would be a terrifying thing for me. However, whenever John asked me if I wanted to be, and now John's the manager of the Oliver Rockrage, he messages me out of the blue on Facebook and he said, "Hey Lily, would you want to have your own radio show with Rockrage? I see you have a huge interest in music. You have a big fan following. You like a lot of local stuff. What do you say?" I'm like. Who doesn't want their own radio show? <laughs> like, seriously, if I said no to this, I would totally regret it my whole life. 
my whole life. So I asked him what I needed to do. I have no training, nothing Me either. On, on how to do this stuff. He's like, all you need to do is buy a microphone. I'm like, I can do that. So bought a microphone, used my laptop. The rest is history. I learned the program in like a month on how to do things without sounding like a total Are Are you moron. using um, Sam Broadcaster? No, what the heck do we use? We use uh, Audacity. Oh, okay. And then I uh, use Lame to convert the files. and. So you pre-record it and then send it to them. Yes, yeah. yeah. Yep. That's best because then I probably couldn't do it. <laughs> that's that's actually what I'll use to edit this when we're done. Okay. Cool. So yeah, I just thing. plug everything in there. Super cool. Yeah, I had no idea how easy it actually was. And now that I've done this for a few years, I'm not, I have zero stage right now. I just jump on that stage to do emceeing. I jump on stuff like this tonight, like no problem. I'm talky. The stuff with Lou, I was so nervous doing that the first time. I'm like, oh my gosh, you mean people are going to see us? He's like, yeah. I'm like, oh man, I'm a little afraid. But then (laughs) I was fine. So. (laughs) Do you know, and I couldn't believe this, did you know that Lou, my interview that I did with Lou on Three Questions in a Song was the first time he had ever been interviewed? He told me that. I was yes. like, what? <laughs> and he told me he's nervous. I'm like, you're kidding me. <laughs> he does. He gets nervous. I think that's super funny because he does this stuff every week with me. Like, you'd never know. You never know. I like, like I said, I, I've been in theater and stuff and I have to be literally be pushed onto the stage for that stuff. Like they have to push me once I'm there. I'm cool. But getting me to go to the stage was a problem. <laughs> I, I have put on shows. Um, mm-hmm. And I have gotten Matt Franny from After the Fall. At, uh, yeah. At all of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do not go near the microphones. <laughs> Once you handed me a microphone the first time where I was talking about music and not necessarily theater, I was like, I can do this. This is awesome. So that's, that's why I do it now as often as I can. So people seem to really like the Facebook live thing I've noticed. Mm -hmm. So I've been trying to do that more often. Like I just did blue punk garage and they're like a brand new band. Um, I did it out of a garage because they're garage music. So I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. I, I, my, my goal is to eventually do some, some live stuff like that. Um, right now my, (laughs) my wife has been doing the live stuff. Yeah. Yeah, That's cool, though. You have like a... Well, she's selling paparazzi. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what that is? No. It is um, costume jewelry. Oh. And, and fun. Every, everything is $5. <laughs> fun. But I'm going to have to talk so to that lady. <laughs> she's done, done a couple of them, and um, she definitely gets nervous before she does them. <laughs> really? She does. Oh. But yeah. I, th- I, I think to. it's going to work in my favor, though, because I'm... I, like I bought a um, tablet mount that I used when I was recording my stuff at Raw for Life this year. Well, okay. now she's using it. So now I'm trying to convince her that I need to buy a um, microphone to put on this new camera that I got because she could use it too. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, win-win in that case. <laughs> it, 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 she didn't see it that way yet. I'll, oh. I'm going to work. Maybe eventually. <laughs> Maybe eventually. I usually have, if, if I uh, can get somebody to be my assistant at shows, like I usually try to get my little sister because then she gets to see the show and she gets to hold the camera. Cause like, I don't know if you ever noticed on my lives, I like, I have very shaky hands. So my videos are like super shaky. So she's not as shaky. So she holds my videos while we talk and it like works way better that way. But 
the very first time I did a live band that wasn't uh, local was Sponge. And I was like sweating bullets. I was super nervous. <laughs> like I really thought I was going to screw up. And then Vinny at the end of the whole thing, he's like, you did really great. I'm like, oh my God, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. Like this is my first like live interview with somebody who's like been around forever. <laughs> yeah, the, the biggest names that I've actually talked to would be um, Cordell Crockett from a mm-hmm. Kid Joe. Um, he's in a unsigned band called Here Kitty Kitty from LA. That's fun. And um, I can't think of his first name, Bechtel. He plays keyboards in ministry. Um, Ooh, he is like from that. he is from Pennsylvania. Really? On the other side of the state, but he's from Pennsylvania. That's okay. That counts. <laughs> um, and I, I do have verified listeners. The Black Crows listened one night. Um, oh, nice. Kate Hudson. Yeah. Um, because my, I, I think I mentioned earlier about a. Um, oh yeah. The interpreter for the Jamaican. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, his, his name was Tony Maranaki. He passed away. Um, oh. But he owned a company called Total Music and Entertainment. Mm-hmm. And they used to run front of house sound at Star Lake. <laughs> yes. And um, so, like, he would go to after parties. Well, on Friday night shows, I'd get a message from him and be like, hey, I'm with these guys tonight. Do you want to DJ the after party? So I would just... I'd, log in and start broadcasting my stuff. I was like, yeah, let them listen to local stuff. That's awesome. So, I can't even... Aerosmith's... Um, I think I have to go back and look. It's been so long. But multiple big-name bands, um, like their crews, were listening. That's cool. But but the, the Black Crows definitely listened. <laughs> awesome. And then Kate Hudson by default on that one? Yes, because she was <laughs> That's awesome. I love but, her. Um... So you're super cool, bro. <laughs> On the air. <laughs> Let me ask you some of my questions. See how they, yeah. how they go. <laughs> let's do this. You know what? Let, let's take a break first.
yesterday that they're taking me away Being the kind of guy I am Cruising forward, bruising, should be winning but I'm losing They caught me with blood on my hands Tell me why, why do I have to Play with lightning and thunder The deeper I go, all the stones I throw They're gonna put me 600 under Well, I got nowhere to go, nothing on the radio I'm lying here on my bed Can't stand up for falling down my heart and head And spinning around as crazy thoughts in my head So you just heard from the Postal Boys and John Bento's Needs Hotel Band. I think it's just it's just called the Needs Hotel Band, but you know, John's the front man. I like him. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to mention him. Yeah. And I mentioned Corby Woodstock earlier, and that, that happens in his backyard. He has a full stage in his yard. <laughs> That's super cool. Yeah. And, I got to um, check that out. He also has flowers in his flower garden that, that grew at George Washington's house. Nice. But... And a colonial house, like from the colonial times, it, it's awesome. It's a big farm. Oh, that's cool. And uh, it is, what is that area called? It's up behind Pittsburgh Mills. 
I can't think of the actual township name or whatever it is. But it's um, Corbry Woodstock is what it's called. Corbry Wood is the name of the street. Okay. <laughs> but is it like is there something on Facebook I can look? Up? Yes, I, I will, <laughs> okay. I will link you. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> um, it's actually two nights this week or this year. The okay. first night is acoustic, and then the second night is electric. But I'll probably be more interested in the electric. <laughs> but hey, it's CorbryWoodstock.com, actually. That's, okay, so that's easy enough. Yeah, C-O-R-B-R-I, Woodstock. <laughs> okay, I can find that. <laughs> hey, so let me let me try asking you some of the questions I normally ask bands. I'll tweak them a little bit. Okay. All right, so... If I was flipping through my social studies book and I found a picture of Lily V6 in my social studies book, what would that page be about? <laughs> Honestly, that page would probably be about brothels in the Old West. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> because, first of all, I'm insane. Uh, second of all, I really, really like all the outfits they wore with the little corsets and everything. And uh, I kind of feel like those chicks like made a ton of money, and that's like what I'm I would have sure been into. Did. <laughs> so <laughs> I maybe like I'd be in charge of it. Like I'd be in charge of the whole thing. Like the madam, that'd be me. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. What else can I tweak like that? If an apocalyptic event happens. And only one song from every band survives. Which one local band's song would you want to survive? Oh, no, that's not even fair. <laughs> you could throw out a couple. I won't. Oh, let me think. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a great question, but there's just so many. <laughs> yeah. See, usually I ask the band, which one of your songs would you want to survive? Yeah, but I'm. I'm not in a band, thank goodness. That'd be awful. Uh, let me think. Let me think. Let me think. There's just so many. Uh, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'll probably have to go with Silk Nine's I Don't Know because I could listen to that like over and over and over again. <laughs> and I'm sorry to any other band listening, but I do love that song. <laughs> uh, that was with... um. I'm trying to think which singer was on that one. Um, Woody, right? Um, why can't I think of his real name? Ah, um, he's in Buck Wild. Scott. Yes. Scott Boyd. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Do really love that song, and the video is great, too. And I got to go to the premiere party when they had that. So I think that'd probably be the one. I could listen to that over again. It's, um, jazz is actually in that band now. It's yes. Uh, yeah. He is. That's and, how I know jazz. <laughs> and, and Matt Ferrani. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, it's a great band. Yeah, they're, I I I like them because they remind me of the nineties. Yes, probably. I don't know if if they would like me saying that, but that's why I like it. <laughs> it's it's uh, yeah, I'd have to agree. And then they uh, they also do a cover of the Immigrant Song too, which I really like. But I'd have to say I, I don't know over that. But I also like Red Suns. And I, do you know Red Sun? I do. I like their song uh, Green Lantern as well, or Goblin. Goblin. Oh my Green gosh. Goblin. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> D.D. Bullets. I don't yeah. actually know what his real name is. I do. 
Um, he, I, the first time I interviewed him, he was going by something completely different. Oh, really? <laughs> um, I can't remember what it was. I'd have to go back and look. But um, they are looking for bassists. So if anyone plays yeah. bass near Irwin, you need to get in touch with DD Bullets on Facebook because he would like to keep playing. <laughs> we would all like him to keep playing. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I like um, Red Sun and um, have you heard of Dragline? Yes, Dragline. Um, they're very similar, and I, I like the the grungy voices that they have. Um, I actually had to, had a conversation with Jimmy from Dragline. He told me he was going to look for a singer, and I'm like, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> like, your voice makes the band. Why would you do that? <laughs> yeah, right. And Reign of the Oh yes, uh, Whispers in the Walls. I love that song. They're um, I've had them on the show a few times as well. Yeah, I love them. I just uh, I just saw her at uh, Alice in Chains. I haven't seen her in a while. She showed up to one of the benefit concerts I was putting on. Yeah. That's the first time I met her, and she was in character. Yeah. That's how I knew it was her. <laughs> Had she shown up not in makeup and stuff, I probably would have never known she was even there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's, so, she's so adorable. I love her so much. And she has got such good energy on stage, and I'm very, very biased. I love female-fronted bands, so... If you, the energy she has when she's dancing and like throwing herself up against walls and everything, oh my god, I love her so much. <laughs> but um, yes, those are my picks. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see what else. Okay, I can tweak that one too. If you could go back in time and spend a year following any band on tour, which band would you follow and why? Okay. This is super easy. I would follow Motley Crue. And the reason is because I would really love, I might die, but I would really love to join in in all the The insanity. (laughs) Yes. That the eighties had with them at the time. Like I would want to be part of that whole thing. I'd probably have to be a guy though. Otherwise, you know, I'd be unfortunate if I was a female at the time because I'd be one of those girls. But I would really just love to be like a part of the whole stripper scene and the parties and just the hotel craziness. And I just would really like to live that insane life. Maybe minus the heroin, <laughs> but yeah. all the other stuff. <laughs> Cause I don't, I don't like that whole needle idea. I don't like that, that but maybe everything else minus that. I think, you know, I think ev- I would just really love to be a part of that. Everyone makes a big deal out of, um, now I'm going to blank on his name from the stones. Um, Keith, yeah, uh, that he's yeah that he's still alive. Yeah. How how is Motley Crue still alive? I mean, That's a great question. They should all be dead. I mean, well, Nikki died multiple times, but yeah, how are they still alive? <laughs> they had to have sold their souls to the devil because I'm telling you what, they shouldn't be alive today. <laughs> Not from like everything I've read, everything I know. I mean, the dirt really scratched the surface. The movie on that whole thing, but wow, like. <laughs> They really should be like ni- gross needles. I'm sorry, but he like would even flush thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars down the toilet because he was hallucinating so bad and thought the cops were always coming after him. But like, wow, God, like Vince was probably like everybody thinks it's Mick that was the calmest. Vince, I think, was actually the calmest with the drugs and the alcohol because all he wanted to do was get laid. The rest of them. Like, Nick was, like, constantly just drinking straight vodka. Like, that's it. And then the other two were insane, obviously. But, 
just to live that for like, like the time, like I'm way too like young to have like enjoyed that. I was like, when they came around, I was just born. So like, Oh, it'd be so awesome. Like I said, though, I'd probably be dead. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, I, 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 I don't know how they're still alive. I mean, that's, <laughs> um, well, Keith, I don't, I don't actually think is alive. I think he's like a puppet. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I think it's the drugs that are keeping them alive. I hate to say that at this point in time, like Keith and Ozzy and it's like not Mel- the, not formaldehyde to their organs. Yeah, <laughs> like not Motley Crue now because they're they're all clean from what I hear. But like, yeah, at the time, it's like even Vince, like by some miracle of God, survived the car crash. I mean, like they they have like some sort of a pass in life that they don't. They're never going to die. <laughs> what, what do you think of the um, rumor that Paul McCartney is not the original Paul McCartney? Um, I like to call shenanigans on that because I don't like that idea at all. <laughs> that he's not the... Oh, I think Lou and I have talked about this on the show. I don't want to think about that he's not the real Paul McCartney. So <laughs> I'm going to pretend that's not a real thing. Actually, have you heard about the Nikki Six thing too? That it's not the real Nikki Six? No, but that one I could see. <laughs> yeah, well, because he might have died. Who knows? But like, there's supposedly some other guy that was Nikki Six for a while, and then it's now the current Nikki Six. I don't know. But yeah, I'm calling shenanigans on the Paul McCartney thing. I don't like that idea. <laughs> um, what is the oddest thing you saw happen on stage when you were at a local show? The oddest thing? Yep. At a local show. Uh, okay. Uh, so do you know the band, the undeniable from maybe like 10 years back? I, I do not. Okay. They were, uh, like a three piece sort of punk sort of rock bands. Actually, uh, Ro- he'll be okay with me talking about this. Robert Bricker is, uh, the lead of that band. They're no longer a band. He's in a new band now, but they used to get naked on stage, like everything, like halfway into their set. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And at first, of course, I thought that was odd. But then, like, I just got used to seeing them that way. So I think I've seen Robert naked more than I've seen my own boyfriend naked. So that's kind of <laughs> on stage. <laughs> so, yeah. What, what was the theory behind it? I mean, <laughs> they they were just they partied so hard. They just at first it was for shock value. And then they just every time they would drink so much, they would just take their clothes off. It was just sort of a thing like. It was like seeing Joe Perry and uh, Steven Tyler together as the Toxic Twins, uh, Robert and the other guitarist who I don't want to name because I don't know if he'd be mad if I talked about it, although I think at this point they'd know. But if they got together and drank, clothes were coming off and things were happening and people were getting crazy. It's just how it was. I mean, they had old ladies dancing with them at bars. It was hysterical. (laughs) It was just like amazing to see and like. I think they would like to get the band back together, but if those two get together and drink, they definitely need like a handler (laughs) (laughs) for sure. (laughs) I'm, let me think what's the oddest thing I've ever seen. John Lane from the Hellfire Club was in, I think he was in in Pune. It was at Rock for Life. Mm -hmm. And uh, there was a box truck parked next to the stage. And he ended up doing half the set from the top of the box set, box truck. <laughs> nice. Um, and to this day, I'll tell you that it, it, once he got up there, he remembered he was afraid of heights. And he couldn't oh, get my down. God. And he was stuck. And, 
Yes. And it was um, it was either a Gigaroo or a Rock for Life, so it was July or August. Whoa. So his shoes started melting to the roof of the truck. Oh, no. <laughs> so he was literally stuck. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. But, um, wow. Poor guy. <laughs> so, stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, I don't, like, I was trying to think if there's anything crazy like Ozzy's bat head biting, but nothing like that. Just naked guys on stage. No big deal. That's all I got. <laughs> um, let's see. Do I have anything else that I can tweak and ask you? I'm gonna do, I'm gonna give you one more. I just have to decide which one it is. Okay. Um, I'm gonna open my questions file. <laughs> uh oh. When I start getting these oddball questions, I, I started keeping track of them. <laughs> Deep cuts. Let's see. There it is. Questions. Ooh, that's a good one to ask you. Maybe I'll ask you too. Um, let me see. Yeah, I'm gonna ask you too. Alright, so the first one is if you were going to create a super group from bands in the music scene here, who would you put in the band? So that it would be a band that you're going to manage. F. <laughs> from locals. Yes. Okay. I know it's tough. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I'm putting. Zosha as the lead singer always. And I'm not good with this, but um I'm gonna do the and I don't know everybody's names and this is gonna be awful, but the drummer from White Thrash. Oh, I don't know his name either, but I, I yeah. am I do play them. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Actually I'm wearing a White Thrash t shirt. Um so it'd be Zosha, White Thrash, drummer, guitarist would be Tony Leone from Silk Nine and Bass player. I'm going to go bass player Andy Rarick, who was in Red Sun, but I don't know that he's in a band right now, or he's starting a band now. Um, he is trying to start a band. He was in Red Sun. He was also in Transcendence. Yes, Transcendence. I remember him from that first. So that would be my four. That was quick. Guys. Was it? It was. <laughs> Good. <laughs> You should hear when I ask the bands. <laughs> they don't even know. Well, I mean, I'm going to apologize to anybody. I'm not trying to offend anybody. This is just what's coming up off the top of my head as far as musically. I'm not, like I said, I'm not musically talented. Maybe this doesn't, wouldn't even work, but that's who I would like to see together. <laughs> um, all right. So here, here's the last question. And this could redeem you if, if you play it right. Oh, no. <laughs> um, name five bands from the scene that you absolutely love. See, so now you have a chance to talk about more bands <laughs> oh yeah right they're all gonna kill me <laughs> let me see let me see that i absolutely love okay so let's go you can skip rain and z because you're already yes yeah, so i've already said it so i'm gonna say chip and the charge-offs yes because i think they're super fun they, they have, have a so lot of much energy. energy yeah yes they uh they make me happy. Leprosy. Okay. I love leprosy. They're my like screamy, like death metal. <laughs> so guys. they submitted music to me and I was like, look, I can only say one of these names on my show. So that's the <laughs> song that I'm going to play. <laughs> yes. So leprosy, I can play anything on my show. They don't care, but yeah, I love them. Uh, Royal honey. 
I, I still need to see Leprosy and Royal Honey live, but I, I play both of them. They're fun. They're Royal, a lot of fun. Royal Honey, I interviewed in their practice space. That was cool. Oh, yeah? And um, awesome. Winner's, Winner's Descent was playing, and I had to go ask them to stop playing so I could hear. <laughs> <laughs> and Jerry was like, well, we're done anyway. I'm like, well, good. Thirteen <laughs> <laughs> um, Saints. It's another good one. Play them. You're hitting on everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and Stone Cold Killer. I've had them on the show a couple times yeah. too. They're fun, and they just did that whole uh, appetite for destruction yeah. thing. Yeah, that was I, cool. I didn't, I didn't get to go see it. I got to see photos and video of it, so I'm sure it was. I, I was awesome listen, to see live. <laughs> I was listening to their song "Steeplechase Blues" today. Nice. I, li- I do like them. And uh, Nate has, oh my gosh, he's like all over the place. He climbs freaking walls during shows. It's out of his damn mind. <laughs> but those guys are very super sweet to me. So, hey, so this was episode 479 with Lily V6 of <laughs> Licks with Lily V6 and the Ludini Hard Rock and Metal Circus. Is that the name? I've messed that one up sometimes. Ludini Hard Rock and Metal Circus. No, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> and uh, make sure you check us out each and every week, parockshow.com, and all the stations I mentioned at the beginning, except I didn't this time because we didn't do a real intro. Um, <laughs> altrockradio.ca, and those are Canadian friends. You can't listen to them yet because of licensing issues, but we're there. Um, <laughs> X- xrpradio.co.uk, across the pond. Um, megarockradio.net and 107.1 FM, St. Louis, Missouri. Um, oh, my station. <laughs> Buildthescene.com slash radio. And I think there's another one, but I can't remember right now off the top of my head, which is terrible. But it is listed on the website. Go look. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Lily, thanks for thanks for bailing me out on this one. Oh, yeah. Got you covered, bro. I love it. This is fun. Uh,